Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Brentley Wiseman from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Sunday episode of what? the show. Guess what? We're still in Vegas. Huh? And maybe you're not. And you want to wager on some sports. Where do you go, Brentley? Where do you go? Bet, Bet online. On- Bet online. It is the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. And they have a newly updated website. So check it out. Head on over. And if you do, you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, they've got football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC. They've even got those slot games, those Vegas casino games. You can go right on over there, play those, and uh, have some fun. And look, Bet Online is the fastest way. It's the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. And Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Sunday. Sunday. Well, Championship Sunday, first of all, yeah. but also if anybody's... I'm not acknowledging Championship Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If anybody's going to know about winning money, it's this guy over here. Beat up. Beat up. I've had some successful gambling in Vegas, people. Started slow. Started slow. You know, I might have put 100 on black. It might have hit green, but guess what? Sources close to this situation. <laughs> Can confirm Can confirm. You know, the draft dudes were in attendance for that L. But, you know, we keep swinging, battled back, went to the ATM, pulled out 200 more bucks, and in the green, people. Probably's going right into the weeds. So, (laughs) listen, the moral of the story here is that we're winners in more ways than one. Not only is Brentley winning here at the Luxor, but we're also winning with a lot of quality football that's being displayed uh, throughout the course of these Shrine practices. And, uh, Brentley, I'm going to let you start things off. I know you and I went, in th- went through the Twitter spaces and Joe was sitting on the sidelines. and <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll drop some fresh tapes for those of you who, who were in on the Twitter spaces. But, Brentley, I, I have a feeling I know where you're going to go, but practice performer that really popped to you today. Yeah, you know, the first name I want to talk about is Florida's tackle Gene DeLance. And, you know, he's someone I didn't know too much about, but he really sticks out to you when you watch him in person. He has 36-inch arms, guys. That is an just insane amount of length. And he's a little undersized. You know, he's only 6'4", uh, barely over 300 pounds. And so there's some concern there. But with those long arms, he's going to get looks. And he's really light on his feet, can move laterally, was really, really good in pass protection, in my opinion, today. I thought he really helped himself. Let me say something about Gene. Just watch him against Alabama. Just watch him against Alabama. I heard he probably had the best reps against Bill Anderson that Mm -hmm. any player in college football had. Can confirm. Yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. Buried him a few times in the run game. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun little nugget to throw in there. Why don't you throw another nugget out there about a player that uh, I know you're you're fresh with all your takes. They're fresh out the oven. So what do you got for us? Jelani... The Transformer Woods. Transform Out of Virginia, right? So this guy was at Oklahoma State and was a complete afterthought in he was. that offense. I didn't know this. Yeah, dude. Complete afterthought. Goes to Virginia and, like, 
I don't know if people are talking about this enough, but the Virginia offense this past year was friggin' explosive, right? They were yes. making plays, and they were doing it with the weirdest numbers. Like, Jelani Woods is wearing zero. One of the top receivers is wearing 99, and he's like a converted quarterback receiver type player. And, um, you know, Brennan Armstrong is, is an orthodox type player, but Jelani Woods in the middle of the field this year made an impact, right? And just being able to stress the seam and being able to make himself available. And, and, and you want to talk about making yourself available. This guy's, like I said, he's a transformer. Just all the wingspan and size you could be looking for. And he's got some soft, natural hands. And you want to really see the best of him? Watch that Illinois game, right, Kyle? You, yes. You, you said that oh, my text. God. Yeah, that's where I started my eval with, with uh, Jelani. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is we got something here. And it's a deep, tight end class. We've, we've said that a lot. And um, Jelani Woods, with his size, with his pass-catching ability, with some untapped potential, right, just kind of based on a really quiet career and a good finish to his career at Virginia, um, you look at this body type and you think about this guy being a mismatch in the middle of the field and, this guy could put a lot of stress on a defense, and he really showed up today in team. You can tell the receiver, the, the quarterbacks were looking for this guy, right? This is the kind of guy they want to make sure they got the ball to, and he delivered every time he got a target. Whenever this man catches a pass in practice, no joke. Every evaluator in the building, this is an all. Like, he is stealing the show today, and even yesterday. He is phenomenal, Joe. 6'6", 260. He should not be able to move like that, and he does, and he, he looks really, really good. Natural receiving ability, as you mentioned. I noticed him today as a blocker a little bit in team. I thought he looked pretty good in the run game. Leverage is always going to be an issue with him because yeah. he's so tall in the run game, but he battles, good hands, super impressive. Not the only tight end to pop, though. No. no. It's no. a good tight end group, but no. Chigo Okwaku, <laughs> this guy from Maryland, he yeah. made his appearance, this and I've guy. been talking him up for, for two weeks, and then long ago. Yeah. yeah, Joe's sitting here trying to tell me, like, I, I wasn't gassing him up before. And, uh, just another name to add to the party, and this is a, an F-type tight end who's detached from the set, or you could put him in the backfield, a, a move piece tight end, if you will, and uh, really good with the ball in his hands, and he caught the ball well today and was uh, excited to see him kind of stake his claim after we, we were talking about Jelani Woods yesterday mm-hmm. and Armani Rogers mm-hmm. yesterday, and we were talking about Garrett Prince yesterday, the UAB kid. Yeah. Like, so, okay, like. Yeah, never ends. Mismatch league, right? Yeah. These tight ends, they all win in different kinds of ways. Some of them are 6'10 and 270 pounds, like uh, we've, we've been praising uh, Jelani Woods for, not literally, but figuratively. Uh, the catch radius is definitely up there, though. Yeah. Um, and, and some of these other guys are, you get them the ball in, in space and let them work, and they're going to run away from linebackers, and they're going to big boy uh, safeties when, when they try and roll down and cover them that way. So uh, love seeing uh, Chigo Okwanku have a, have a nice performance today for uh, the Shrine Bowl as well. Yeah, I mean, he's another guy that, similar to Johnny Woods, just stole the show. Really physically imposing. Um, I, I thought he was really impressive today as well. I'll give out another name here. How about uh, this North Carolina defensive back, Kyler McMichael. Versatile guy, kind of a slot corner. I don't know why he couldn't play outside. You can envision him playing some safety as well. And, you know, he popped yesterday. He popped today. He had a pick six today. Sure did. Yeah, I mean. Yep, sure did. And his ball skills, I think, both days have really, really popped where he just finds the ball. You know, and, and. there's something to be said for that. That means that you're instinctive. That means that you're around the ball. That means you're in good spots to make plays. And, you know, I think North Carolina were they, – they, 
they went through some issues this year on defense, and they were trying to sort out how to use a lot of talented defensive backs. And, um, you know, Kyler really kind of came on at times in 2020, and then you felt like he was a little bit inconsistent this year, but, um, you know, made himself available for the draft. He's down here at Shrine, and he's definitely making some noise. You can tell he plays with a lot of competitive toughness. There's an edge present with a guy like Kyler. And, um, man, you start you, you make plays on the ball in the passing game, you're going to turn heads, and that's exactly what he's been able to do so far this week. Yeah, McMichael's a guy I studied for TDN you know, over this past month, and I was really impressed with his overall movement skills for a guy his size. I mean, he has long arms. I think he's a tick under six feet, easily over 200 pounds. And, so Joe, I, I love how you mentioned that you think he could be safe, a safety because I was actually talking to a scout who said the exact same mm. thing. Why couldn't he be a free safety? I think he could. Because he tackles, he's instinctive, he runs pretty well. I think he would have good range. Yeah. And, you know, with a guy like that who potentially has position versatility, he's been ultra consistent this week. Drafting a guy like that in the fifth, maybe even fourth round, that's some really good value in my opinion. So, one of the other guys that popped big time to me today was Cordell Volson, the yeah. offensive lineman from North Dakota State. And uh, Go Bison. Go Bison, right? He, um... He played exclusively a guard from what I saw today, mm-hmm. and he played on both sides. You were stunned when I said to you yesterday that he played guard. You're like, eh? Right, and because then, he's, yeah. been, he's been a tenured tackle, tackle yeah. at North Dakota State for 12 years. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now he's inside at guard, and he, he didn't have the best day yesterday. And I was talking to somebody, and they had said they'd asked him when the last time was that he had played guard or taken snaps at guard before this week, and he was like, uh, sparingly... Uh, during short stretches for North Dakota State, but largely it's been since I played high school. So he knocked the rust off yesterday, and he was burying dudes in the pass rush one-on-ones, immovable, did a very nice job in getting his hands on early. He was getting up on his base, and he mirrored really well. His feet moved really well. You watched him when they were working combo blocks, and the leg drive was really good. Uh, physically, he's 319 pounds. He looks the part. So if it's like, okay, I got a guy who played tackle for five years, started a tackle for five years for North Dakota State, the most successful FCS program in the country. And then, and, and Dylan Raddings came from the same yeah. program and was drafted on day two last year. He now has positional versatility to kick inside a guard, and he can play on both sides of the line. This is a pretty freaking good resume to have. Yeah. You know, for yeah. a guy who's 319 pounds, and I th- feel like he's scheme diverse. So he's really helped himself, in my mind, for what he did at practice today, provided he continues to carry that through and, and performs well the rest of the week. I'm going to have a hard time forgetting this week for, for Cordell Volson, and it's going to reinvigorate his draft stock. And that was what I had wrote yesterday for uh, talking about re-blanketship. Some of these guys, we get a little bored, right? It's, yeah. it's yeah. like naturally they come on your radar, you know they exist, they're in school longer than you think they might be, and it's you're always looking for the next name. You're, you're constantly searching for names and reevaluating players, and it's easy to get bored sometimes. But for Cordell Volson, who had fans last year, and for Reed Blankenship, who had la- fans last year, these kinds of guys coming out and kind of reminding everybody, like, hey, I'm still here. Like, I didn't forget how to play football. Like, sorry you guys <laughs> forgot about me. We're looking at other players. Um, Volson, I think, is a big winner right now. I um I remember when we were you know Dylan Radunes was was there at North Dakota State and we had 
always been aware of Volson. <laughs> right. Some people, have, you know, some people would tell you, eh, maybe Volson's a little better. I don't know, but um, certainly a player that um, has turned heads this week. A, a player that caught my eye today, and I'm going to speak on this guy literally having no knowledge base besides what I saw today. This Arizona receiver, Stanley yeah. Barry Hill III. Can scoop. I'm like, I, I, repeatedly, who was who that? Who's this number one with the Arizona hat on? And, um, man, he's just getting open. He's winning vertically down the field. Evidently, he's a punt returner as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you can make dynamic plays in a variety of ways, that's going to move the needle. And, you know, I think it's always really difficult, especially for, like, speedy guys to get on the same page with quarterbacks in a scenario like mm-hmm. this, guys that they have never really worked with. And um, what I really gathered is he was gaining separation but it was his ability to make adjustments to the football, and sometimes that even meant going back into a situation where all of a sudden he thought he had a step or two, and now it's a contested situation. He was still able to go get the football. And so the movement skills, the route running, the ball skills, and then as I started to ask people about him, because I'm curious because he's catching my eye, I learned that he's a punt returner. And so just another receiver to add to the mix here that (laughs) – you know, yesterday there was a couple guys that I said, hey, i got to watch film on this player. This is that guy for me today that I, I watched and practiced, had no familiarity with, and, you know, am eager to get to the tape to learn more about what their skill set brings. Yeah, Joe, so similar to you, you know, there was a player for me who I have never heard of before because it wasn't in my region, but it's Wisconsin defensive lineman Matt Hen- – how do you pronounce H- Henningson. Henningson. I mean, this dude won every single rep in one-on-ones today. And you see his versatility because he landed lined up at three technique. He won off the edge, just physical hands, freaking uh, really plays with really good leverage, just outstanding motor. He has a lot of rip moves. I was hyper hyper impressed with this guy. The coaches loved him. You could tell when the, you can tell when a coach loves a player because after every rep, he's coming congratulating yeah. him. And he didn't do that to any other player. So I'm like, okay, yeah. the coaches know they got something <laughs> here. And so I thought he really stood out today. Made made, made himself some a lot of money. You know who's a guy just like that, too, like in terms of a lot of attention from the coaching staff in a very positive way? It's Chase Lucas from Arizona yeah, I was State. just getting ready to yeah, call him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can talk more about him, but from just to kind of piggyback off of what you said about just a lot of reinforcement, a lot of communication, like very intentional about after every snap talking, Chase Lucas well, and that DB coach. And I, I feel like he's, he's warranted that kind of attention because he's yeah. taken on a leadership communication yeah, role 100%. this week but i mean he's he's, he's yelling vocal. at guys after every play he's like yo let's keep the intensity up let's right. go yeah like guys let, let, let's go like he he, he thanked the ref for throwing the flag he thanked <laughs> yeah. the ref for throwing the flag because he wants to get better like this kid has a unique personality yeah ultra competitive and for a position where you're you know it's one-on-one you're lined up on the outside you're going up against a receiver you need that edge you need that dog and he has it in abundance. Brolin, let me let me tell you about a player that you need to have on your radar. I'm not sure you heard of this guy. Wide receiver out of <laughs> UCLA, Kyle Phillips. You got yeah. you got to get to his tape. He's a really dynamic slot receiver type player. Good route runner. Hey, never, I, never, I, never heard of him before <laughs> this week, right? Really? Just I just like ne- Chigo Okwongu. Right, right. Yeah. Brentley's never talked about Kyle Phillips right. at, at all. Right. You know, I'm the residential homer of the Kyle Phillips bandwagon for TDN, and you know he's just put together a string of. Really, really impressive two days yeah. of practice. I mean, 
he's really truly been uncoverable in one on ones, and that's something I kind of saw coming just because he is so quick, yeah. so fluid. He can create easy separation on all three levels of the field. I, yeah, he, I, I think that's he what got we're a seeing. shot today. That's what we're seeing. He is, had like four steps on the guy. He is much more than just your you know your generic short to intermediate you know get open laterally. He has vertical speed. And he, I thought he put that on display today, which I thought was really, really impressive. You know, I thought Javian Hiley from Coastal Carolina was another receiver, receiver yeah, yeah, yeah. who had a nice day today. Caught a couple balls over the middle of the field, and he's very smooth in traffic. And I remember he was a player who got some love for us when we were doing our conference offensive and defensive players of the week for the Sun Belt, because I, I had to keep track with the, of the conference in that regard. And Hiley had a very productive season, and... No, I didn't get a chance to watch too much of him yesterday, but in just the observations that I made throughout the course of the second practice today, yeah, this is a guy who's got good hands. He's not the biggest. He's not the fastest, but he's smooth. He runs good routes. He was unbothered by limbs and hands flashing yeah. in front of his face and disrupting his throwing window over the middle of the field. And uh, I, I thought he was another wide receiver. You know, we, we talked about Barry Hill. And we, we talked about Kyle Phillips. Uh, another one who showcased himself really well today was Javian Hiley. So uh, there's this dude. His name's Ryan Stonehouse. Mm. Punter. I was going to say, is he a lineman? With that name, you got to be a, a lineman. Punter. <laughs> a pun- and he's got, he's got the, the flowing locks. He's got a nice head of hair yeah. on him. Colorado State punter. Look, you guys know I'm a guy a little, I, I enjoy the special teams. And um, this guy... Very consistent control on the football in terms of hitting it how he wants to and getting that spiral, and more times than not, getting that spiral to turn over. And I know that people don't get too excited about punters, but uh, he's the guy that is on my short list of, okay, if there's draftable specialists in this group, he's the guy that fifth, sixth, seventh round, you know, a team could consider. So, for the, for the punter-needy teams out there, maybe you have Matt Hawk as your punter. You know, guy you ever heard of this guy, Matt Hawk? Unfortunately, yeah. You might be in the market for a new punter if this is your punter. He's a good holder, though. Yeah, oh, the best. Soft hands, put it down every time. You, you joke, but Jason Sanders had a terrible year. He this went year. from an all-pro to the, <laughs> the Dolphins had the worst field goal made percentage in the NFL this year. Yeah. What's the difference? The holder. Right. Matt Hawk. So you have to – but I don't think – I don't think in, t- in, the na- in professional football, you don't have to sacrifice – like you holding can have both, right? You right. can have a holder, right? And a sufficient holder. I don't disagree. Right. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to choose. You don't have to choose, right? Brentley, any any last names for you? Yeah, a couple. You know, a guy I mentioned yesterday, Thomas Booker, defensive lineman from Stanford. He, he again had another really impressive day today. Uh, he's six four, three hundred ten pounds. Really, really explosive. I thought he was really good rushing the passer today, and in, in team and in one on ones. And then one name I don't think any of us has mentioned. I don't think we've really talked about a running back at all, really. And mm. USC's, I think it's Keontae yeah, Ingram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Had a couple nice runs today. He has good size. He's explosive. Good vision. Thought he caught the ball well, well today as well. I thought he stood out. And then also Rutgers running back Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Another big kind of physical guy. Runs really well in between the tackles. Good contact balance. But both those backs had strong days I'll today. tell you what. Keontae Ingram, if... Quinterio Cole had popped me the way he, he popped <laughs> Keontae Ingram, I'd have thrown fists because <laughs> we're 25 yards downfield. Keontae Ingram breaks a nice run. 
and Cole comes out of nowhere and, like, blasts him. <laughs> and Keontae's on the ground. He kind of looks up at him like, are you serious, dude? Right. Um, but Keontae, I agree, Brentley. I thought he was a guy yesterday who contact balance and absorbing yeah. kind of body blows. And it's tough in an all-star setting, but you could kind of see the way his feet reacted to being collisioned that he has good contact balance. He's embracing or or he's bracing for and absorbing that contact fairly well. Uh, I'd agree. Keontae Ingram, of the backs mm-hmm. that have been here, him and Ty Chandler, I thought, yep. have had nice weeks. Chandler showed some quickness yesterday running routes, and, and that's one of the areas that you can showcase yourself in this environment. Joe, any last names for you? Uh, no, I think I got my standouts. I mean, there's still some players that I have wanted to see more from this week. David and Ninny from... Houston, uh, Jermaine Waller from Virginia Tech, a couple of guys that I thought had some good moments uh, studying them, but just have not really parlayed anything into standout type stuff this week. So, not to end on a, on a like downer note, but no, it takes it yeah. takes it takes all angles, right? I mean, and yeah, we're trying to be thorough with what we do here, and not everybody's a standout, right, for the right reason. But you know, th- this is a talented group of players. Yeah, it and is. I'm excited to see. How they finish the week. I'm also excited to see, you know, how they take the rest of their draft process and parlay that into getting interest throughout the draft. And uh, it's a good group, and uh, we're we're thrilled to have had the chance to come out here to Vegas and take a look. But that's going to do it for today on the show. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino and Brentley Weissman. Thanks as always for checking out the Draft Dudes podcast, a special Sunday edition. Don't let Joe Joe tell you otherwise. It is Championship Sunday. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Keep it locked in. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.